0: Be the Good with Kate is back, and I can't even begin to tell you how excited and grateful I am to share these guests with you over the upcoming months. New episodes are released every Friday. Be the Good is all about people doing good in the world while following their passions, good for their own souls and for others. I'm Kate Cherichello and welcome to today's episode. If you are enjoying these stories, please subscribe and leave a review on Apple or Spotify. It helps so much in reaching more people. You can also join our Facebook community under the group title, Be The Good with Kate Cherichello." Let's spread a little more goodness in the world. Thanks for being here on Be The Good today. Aaron Smith joins me from Chicago, and he has an incredible story. While in jail for nearly a decade, Aaron had a complete mindset shift, and with the help of God, escaped the odds. He is now an entrepreneur, podcast producer, and mentor working so hard to help change the narrative of the formerly incarcerated. Aaron, thank you so much for being here today.
1: Thank you for having me on. I'm excited to to tell my story and to hopefully uh, inspire and uplift some people.
0: Oh, I'm sure you will. So please do tell us more about who you are and what you do in your own words.
1: Yes, yes. Uh, Born and raised, as you stated, uh, Chicago, south side of Chicago, Um, the youngest of five children, um, always been like this ambitious kind of overachiever kind of a kid. Um, I knew that I would, education in my household was really uh, valued. Um, and so I always knew that I would go to college, right? But I also knew what I was facing on the other side of my door in my neighborhood, right? Uh, crime, drugs, gang culture of the 1990s and the, and the early 2000s is when I, like my coming of age time. And so I was one foot in and one foot out. You know, I would go to school. I would work, you know, a part time job. But that ambitious mindset, that hustler in me, I seen, you know, people making an astronomical amount of money. I'm like, hey, I I can do the same thing. But I also kind of kind of go to school and kind of keep myself legit at the same time. So I thought and um, that one that thing that you feed the most is what's going to grow. And so I fed the street stuff more than I did. My academics, although I graduated uh, with a business degree, but it wasn't, uh, I never used it. I never used any kind of my professional experience. Um, and not too long after graduating in 2004, I was indicted by the federal government Government in 2006 for um, a drug uh, conspiracy selling heroin in a local project where I was uh, born and raised. And so um, with that, it really kind of just changed my life as it should have. You know, uh, sometimes it takes drastic situations that kind of a light bulb kind of goes off you get that epiphany like hey I was selling myself short right I didn't I had no business being involved in these kind of activities but nevertheless I was and so uh, I had to deal with the with the consequences and but more importantly I embraced the consequences um my response to incarceration was different than what I seen around me I knew that God was going to use this situation for a reason and so I tell people that I went to prison on purpose, and meaning that it was a purpose behind me going to prison um, for that decade. And so, and with that, I started Escaping the Odds podcast with the idea, while I was away, to um, really change the narrative of what people thought the formerly incarcerated looked like, and even also what they can accomplish upon their release, especially in the business uh, community. And so here I am. Um, kind of taking on that, spearhead that, that initiative.
0: Wow. And just changing so many lives in the process. Yes. Aaron, how, tell me more about how you went from, you, you enter into the prison system. How yeah. do you get from there to I'm producing a podcast and I am, you know, mentoring and helping others? Like, how did you pull out of there and end up where you are? Yeah, now?
1: Right. I, uh, well, first and foremost, like, just kind of like the, I don't want to call it the basic answer, but I'm going to say definitely God. Without without him, like, I wouldn't have been able to kind of have that mindset to look at things differently. And that's key. Like, I knew that I had to be, become better and not bitter. And so that's pretty much was my mindset. So from the beginning, I knew that um, I, I needed to change. Um, so I started, like, I was looking for the exit from day one. Like, re reentry, as they call it. Like I call it pre-entry because I knew that I had a decade to do, close to a decade to do. But I maneuvered and I moved around the institution as if I was going home tomorrow. Like any day they can say, "Hey, Aaron Smith, you're going home." So I always wanted to be prepared. And so my preparation, what is what people are is seeing right now, it was like that was the practice. Like what 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 people are saying right now is like the Super Bowl. This is the game. Like I prepare for this, I uh, spiritually, mentally, and physically. I did something every day to kind of sharpen myself. And most importantly, I uh, I spent time around men that were like-minded, like myself. Um, and luckily, I was in a federal system. And what that means is that I had the opportunity to be around men that were uh, like white-collar offenders, like CEOs of like big companies and things of that nature. And so they really kind of grown me in a sense, like as it relates to business. I already, always had it in me. But like they saying, they were able to kind of extract other things that I, I didn't see in myself. And so with that, um, it was training ground for me. And so once I was released, I thought of the idea. I said, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to get out and I'm going to, this is what I'm going to do. You know, I'm going to create this media company where I tell these amazing stories, but at the same time, have like an entrepreneurial um, piece to it or component to it as well.
0: Talk about a prison story you never hear, right? On mainstream media or in the millions of television shows that show the prison system in one way or another. Yeah. Yeah. I have never heard a story of someone there who used it as an opportunity to learn from the CEOs who were also there and yeah. just find ways to make an opportunity that's a positive opportunity right. every day. That yes. And what a great and important for all of us to know about too that you know there are opportunities everywhere even everywhere. somewhere you yes. would definitely not absolutely
1: think. yes yes absolutely um i can give you a, a a situation where okay it was december i'm sorry it was spring 2018 i was on what they call the reentry committee and the reentry committee' committee's sole job at this institution is to pretty much uh kind of help the men that's going home within 18 months kind of get themselves uh, acclimated to kind of leaving. So we're helping them write like resumes, like come up with like a release plan and even inviting people in inside the prison to speak. And so I've always been like this idea guy. So I, I reached out to um, my, the reentry coordinator who's kind of over that. She's a, a staff member at the prison. And I said, you know what I think would be really cool is like if we invited people in that were formerly incarcerated, that can kind of tell their story and kind of really inspire. And especially if they were like entrepreneurs too, because a lot of people that's incarcerated, they they have this aspiration to become entrepreneur. They just don't know how. And so don't, you know, how maybe to access the capital or whatever it may be. And I was like, I think it'd be really dope to bring someone in. And so again, because I was around people from all over the country, I had a buddy of mine who's from Pennsylvania, I mean, from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And he used to get a newspaper in, like, every week. And so I was always learning. So I'm reading newspapers from all around the country. I'm reading The Wall Street every day. Like, I'm really just immersing myself. This was like college for me all over again. That's how I had to think about it in my mind. And so as I'm reading an article in the newspaper, in the Pittsburgh newspaper, I come across a guy named Clarence Bathia. Clarence Bathia, he's out of Minneapolis. That's where I was actually located, in federal prison. And it told the story of him being incarcerated. Uh, for about a year, for on a bug on a burglary charge, but how he changed his life around, and he was being um, mentored by like the CEO of Best Buy, and now has like this tech company that's worth like millions, right? And so I'm like, wow, this guy would be perfect to come in and speak to the guys and speak to the population, and so I was like, okay, I'll just I couldn't reach out to him because I'm incarcerated, but I was like, hey, here, here's this guy, he's in a, he's in St. Paul area. Of Minnesota. And I think he'd be really, really a good person to bring in and can like guys can really kind of feel what he's talking about. And uh, she reached back out to me like a couple weeks later. And I was surprised. She was like, hey, I contacted the guy Clarence. He said he'd love to come in. And so he came in and he spoke and like really just spoke life into the man, told his story. and It was just packed. You know, that was like one of the first times that kind of happened. Um, someone that was formerly incarcerated to come in and kind of speak. But um, that's just part of the story. And so I kind of put him on the spot. I was going home in, like, less than a year. And I'm like, hey, you know, I don't mean to put you on the spot, but would you come back and, like, teach, like, entrepreneurship, do some kind of workshop? He was like, you know what? In fact, I definitely will. But even better, I'm going to bring with me, like, four other colleagues. And so we'll have, like, an all-day workshop and do a Shark Tank style pitch competition. And so – that was that was that and and, and most people they will never think that that happens inside of an institution you know but that's I would say that's the norm but it's definitely um it's definitely something that 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 does happen you know and so i wanted to share that and so to this day like he he's like a mentor of mine and um yeah
0: Wow. I just, I just keep having the word incredible, like just on repeat, yeah. <laughs> incredible. Uh, that's an amazing example of my next question, which are those good news moments. And yeah. you talk about that from the perspective of when you were still in prison, like on your way out of it. So now since being out, what is, would you like to share a story or something of someone now that you've gotten to mentor?
1: Yeah. Um, let me see. Well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that it's like a A formal mentorship, um, but a lot of people that um, I was incarcerated with, I'm still in contact with them. And so they hear about the things that I'm doing uh, because word just travels. Even inside there, they kind of know about the things you're doing on the outside. And so um, I I spend time talking to them about their aspirations. And the good thing about it is like I'm I'm a strong believer, like your network is connected to your network. And so. Some of the some of the hurdles that I went through or that I'm going through, the next person that I know don't have to go through some of those same hurdles, because now I can introduce you to the right people. You don't have to go through the same challenge that I went through. And so I, I think that's key, uh, like to take your life to the next level and so um we talk about things of that nature just kind of really preparing them for their release uh not even just from a pro- professional standpoint just even personally because um, there's so many different dynamics to coming home after a long time um that i think most people that haven't been incarcerated they may not be able to kind of like get and i get it you know what i mean because uh, it's hard for someone that's been incarcerated to get it and mm-hmm. so uh um, yeah so things like that i i really spend time with the man um kind of helping them prepare their mindset so when they get out. And not have too many expectations because you can kind of live in a fantasy world sometimes while you're back there because you're, you're away from society for so long, so you have these ideals. And um, at times, that can be not realistic. And so just kind of putting things in perspective for them is probably
0: That importance of community keeps coming up yes. in... In every episode that I do, in every article I read, like it all comes back. Anything, you know, talking about humans all comes back to that mm-hmm. community too, whether yes. it's virtual because we've been in a pandemic or in person yes. or just all about. And I loved your quote about your network is directly related to your net worth. Yes. The great quote. Great. Yeah. And do you have any other sayings or mantras you find yourself repeating to the people you work with, to people who, you know, ask yeah. you about your story?
1: I would say that your, your gift will get you there, but your character will keep you.
0: Oh, that's good.
1: Yeah, a, l- a lot of people, and I've ran across many men that fell from grace while they were incarcerated, so I learned from that. Like, uber millionaires, you know, like, really successful, like, I never would have really rubbed elbows with these men, because we were from different worlds, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, But just learning from their experiences, right? They were gifted and talented to get them there, but something in their character um kind of led them astray, and like, their whole life was kind of like shambles, you know. Um, So just kind of being careful and keeping that in mind, no matter what you're doing.
0: Absolutely. Oh, that's, that's a very, very good point. And Aaron, if this is a a new question for the season that I'm enjoying Mm -hmm. asking, if someone came to you and asked, I want to make a difference, but I just don't know how to start. What would you tell them?
1: I would say first look, look within yourself. Think about those defining moments that, like really changed your life. Uh, for me, it was my incarceration and the death of mine, the violent death of my brother. Um, mm-hmm. So those two things. And so I would say look to look at that and extract, turn that pain into your passion and find a way to utilize that to kind of help other people that's going through similar situations. Yeah. And I think that's the best way. Because for me, you have to pull from a a source of like hurt, you know, and that pain to be able to kind of take that and turn um, lemons into lemonades and kind of really help the next person take it to the next level. And so that's key.
0: Wow. Wow. Aaron, thank you so much. I mean, there's so much packed into what you've said. And where can everybody follow you so that they can read more about you and everything you're doing?
1: Yes, um, escapingtheodds.com. Uh, all of my podcasts are on there, video and audio. Uh, also, Instagram. Uh, my personal Instagram is I am underscore Aaron Smith. And the Escaping the Odds is Escaping Odds Media. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on Facebook. Uh, pretty much pretty much everywhere.
0: Oh, and so, yeah, excellent. just
1: kind of reach out to me. Any kind of speaking engagements, whatever. Um, I'm pretty open to, to all of it. Just kind of get my story out there to inspire and uplift.
0: Excellent. I have one more I have to ask you. Do you yes. have a favorite? Because you're involved in so many different aspects of media—from yeah. speaking to the podcast to the websites mm-hmm. and social. Do you have a favorite, like aspect of it?
1: That's great. That's a great question. You know, okay. um, I I love being creative. I love taking something from nothing. So I would say, right now, the storytelling part, the podcasting, that part of it. But even more so is like is leading me into. Like telling stories in front of the lens, uh-huh. like getting those stories. So I, I, I would say it, this is exactly what what I'm doing. Just kind of like really sitting down, raw, authentic, getting these stories out, and yeah, then just just kind of and building relationships along the way. because that's key. Yeah, You know, yeah. i I've been I've been blessed to be able to kind of kind of be able to pick good people. Oh
0: well, you say you've been blessed, but also you've done the work
1: absolutely yeah Faces and you keep work, putting yeah.
0: yourself out there
1: yes yes absolutely yes yes for sure amazing
0: amazing well Aaron I can't thank you enough this has brought me such like an, a lift to the day yeah. too so <laughs> keep doing the amazing work you're doing it's it's impacting so many lives
1: yes yes thank you for having me on this has been a great interview great line
0: Thanks so much for listening to Be The Good with Kate Cherichello. Whether you're listening on YouTube or via podcast, it would mean the world if you liked, subscribed, and or left a review. You heard about the good? Now go out and be the good in your life this week. If you have stories of good news that need to be shared, please send me a message. Thanks again and have a great week.